happening on the East Coast. Good morning on the West Coast, and a great day to you wherever and whenever you may be listening. My name is Jason Dias, broadcasting live from the studio of eloquentonline.net in beautiful New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. I will edit out that silence. We had some issues with the opening intro. A lot of people are listening. We don't even advertise that you can listen on hold, but a bunch of people are, because I can see that in the studio queue. Uh, welcome to the Power Performance, the show that asked the question, if your brand were a band, would you leave the audience wanting more? And although I'm loath to try it, since today is all about CUNA, we should roll our Simply Red CUNA update music. Is right. Uh, earlier this year, uh, all read the article about how the uh, our good friends at CUNA were about five million dollars in the red. So we had simply red there in little red Corvette. Our official CUNA update music. Uh, this is more than an update. This whole show is going to be about a CUNA and why I think it's time for a lot of credit union professionals to declare their independence from CUNA. And why I think there is a legitimate reason to do that, it is a business reason. It's not entirely personal. I can't lie and say some of it isn't personal. I'll talk about that. I'll talk to you about the very abbreviated call I had with their West Coast trip. Uh, Mr. Nate Burns did not get the memo. Uh, and uh, got a call with him. It's only about 57 seconds long, and you'll understand what happens when you ask you know, a very simple question about their financials, which is a legitimate question to ask anybody. If your credit union is going through due diligence on a data processor, on a card services provider, on the people that come and do the land landscaping on your beautiful branches and headquarters buildings, it is very common to ask about the stability of your company. Hey, are you going to be here? We're going to sign an agreement for X amount of years or X amount of time. We need to make sure that you're going to be in business and that you are financially sound. Well, apparently you can't ask that question to the people at CUNA because they will, they don't want to talk about it. And so I want to cover that. And of course, uh, I think it actually came out, it it did, it did came out at the GAC conference, the open your eyes, you don't have to open your eyes on this. My eyes were wide open when the show started and the audio bump didn't roll the way it was supposed to, but I will fix that. I will fix that after the show. The majority of the people listen to this show after it's broadcast. And so I have, I've been tempted to go to a straight podcast like I did last time uh, we had uh, Anthony on with NAFQ. And I'm, I'm beginning to think that's probably the best way to do this. When you're doing internet radio, you're sharing that internet bandwidth with so many other people. And again, like I said, a lot of folks are, are tuning in. And so the, the blog talk band might've been a little, might've little crowded when we got started. But uh, now they're asking, Tina's now asking for $100 million. Open your eyes. Uh, they, they want you and credit unions. By you, I mean your members because credit unions, you don't have any of your own money. You are stewards of your member owner's money. You know where I learned that? 
at CUNA, spoke at several CUNA events. I spoke at the CUNA Southwest Management School. I learned a lot about credit unions from CUNA. But over the years, I found out that uh, a bit of do as I say, not as I do was going on at our four-letter friends, four-lettered word friends from Madison and D.C. And other credit union professionals are starting to realize this, too. I want you to know that while there's still lots of credit union professionals out there that have to work with CUNA, they have similar interests, they have similar initiatives that are working on collectively with CUNA, what gave me the ability and has given me the ability to talk honestly and openly about CUNA is a lot of those people reach out to me in private. I'll never betray my sources. I'll never betray my confidence. But I assure you, the only reason, the only reason I'm able to do a show like this is because of other credit union professionals, some of whom have to wait till they retire so they retire to tell me what they really think. Glendale Area Schools Credit Union former CEO, Stuart Pertlish, is one of them. This is his, and if you need to see it, um, you can send me an email. I'll be happy to send you a copy of this, the LinkedIn message that he sent to me. And this is his opinion. This is what he said about CUNA. He says, CUNA has outgrown its usefulness. They sell a building to lease space in Washington, D.C. In the process, they lose approximately $5 million. They have products and offerings that are available on the open market. The open market competition offerings are at better price points and better quality. As a retired credit union CEO, the CUNA bond premium was always more expensive than other bond offerings. In addition to expensive bond premiums, CUNA deductibles were always higher, and the coverage was always less. All those always in all caps for emphasis. For a nonprofit, they are pathetic. Not my word. This is a credit union retired CEO professional. He goes on to finish up at GASCU, Glendale Area Schools Credit Union. We did no, again in all caps, no book with CUNA. Not a good value proposition. Not my opinion. That is the opinion of another credit union professional, and he's entitled to it. And I'm entitled to mine. And what I want to talk to you about today is I think it's time for you to declare your independence. I do not believe they have been good stewards of your members' money. If a member came to you and said, I want you to give me some more money, well, let me take a look at your financials. Oh, wow, you're down $5 million. How many of you would give a loan to that person? If Kina wants to be the keeper of the keys, the, the people that are supposed to represent all that is great about the credit union marketplace, I don't understand how they can continue to do that when I continue to see tremendous weakness and redundancies that are not necessary. And so we'll talk about that, and we will do it all right after this. of July, but it was a Wednesday, but here we are in the Power Performance, the show that asked the question, if your brand were a band, uh, would you leave the audience wanting more? When I found out that uh, CUNA, and they tried to Facebook Live the opening keynote from Mr. Nussel, 
And if I've got that picture posted on the episode description, and nobody could hear it. I mean, again, I had a whole year to prepare for this event. Lack of preparation, lack of passion, lack of attention to details. And so nobody could hear the Facebook Live. Now, they reposted it, and people could hear. That's how I was able to hear this open your eyes thing. Uh, really what Keanu is saying is open your wallets and give us even more of your money, not $5 million to make up for the losses, but $100 million. And uh, we're going to talk about that, the article from the Credit Union Journal. And so when I, I, I thought that seems sort of out of place, it's sort of like a, a neighbor asking you to borrow money, and, and then they throw a big party. And you can see them across the street spending all this money. And they come back to you and say, hey, we, 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 we're, we're really in the hole now. Can we borrow some more money? What would you do? And this is just common sense. And this is just human instinct that I'm responding to here. It just seemed a little bit what we would say chutzpah, if you will, to ask for $100 million if we're already down, when you're already down in the hole. And so I, I thought, well, I'm going to call around and ask. I'm going to call around and ask one of their reps. You know, if, if I were thinking about joining CUNA, uh, one of the no normal questions I would ask is, tell me about your financials. How are you doing uh, from a fiduciary standpoint? And so I got a hold of their West Coast rep, Nate Burns, and um, in case you're wondering, Texas is a single consent state. You can record phone conversations in the state of Texas, and I don't record uh, all my phone conversations, so don't worry about that. Uh, Allie Warner in Missouri, I would, did not record our call yesterday, which I thought was perfectly pleasant and pedantic. Didn't think there was anything worthy of recording, and so I didn't. Um, Allie's part of the, uh, the Credit Union CUNA conference clan. They all talk together. They all leave their social media footsteps everywhere. It's so easy to figure these folks out, uh, but no, it was just a nice conversation that I had with her yesterday. No, there was no reason to record it, but this one I felt was important to use because I thought it was emblematic of the arrogance that I've experienced with CUNA. 57 seconds long. This is Nate Burns. I believe this was on, it was on Tuesday. Hi, I was trying to get a hold of Nate Burns. This is Nate. Hey, Nate, I had a quick question for you. I was told that you're the person that represents credit unions on the West Coast. I am. Would that be for credit unions that might be joining CUNA for the first time, like leaving one of the other trades? Yeah, that, that, I, I, I represent all credit unions out here, brother. What can I help you with? Well, just a couple of quick questions. Um, I read an article, uh, I think it was in the CU Journal, that uh, CUNA was having some, I guess, liquidity issues. They were down about $5 million this year in the, in the red. What's the straight skinny on that? I said I read an article that CUNA was down about and then he hung up. All right, that was not me hanging up. As you could hear, you could hear my breath sound in the background there, my um, incredulity. Uh, he just hung up. Right? He didn't get the memo. I guess you're not supposed to talk about this or maybe because I don't know, the CUNA's down $5 million because maybe the guys out there on the West Coast are still using the uh, Nokia flip phones from 2004, and the batteries ran out just at that exact moment. I reached out to him and said, hey, was it a mistake? Did you mean to hang up? No response. No response at all. And that, to me, is what underscores the culture at CUNA right now, the notion that you are exempt from scrutiny, the notion that you're exempt from probing questions about factual things. 
That is what has begun to drain on me with CUNA. So let me tell you just a little bit about my history with the guys at CUNA. Then we'll get to the article from the Credit Union Journal. Um, this goes back, I think we were four or five years into the show and found out that Jim Blaine, at the time he was the CEO of the second largest credit union in America, State Employees Credit Union in North Carolina, decided to leave CUNA for NAPQ. That was big big news. And so we got him on the show that very week. In the three or four days leading up to the show, I got emails and calls from the credit union conference clan. Oh, Jason, you can't do this. You'll never work for CUNA again. You'll never work in credit unions again. I did the show anyway, the most listened to show in the history of this program going back to March of 2010 when we started. And that's when things got nasty the first time. Um, I, I, during Jim Blaine's uh, run when he had his blog, I would routinely comment on things at his blog, and I was contacted by somebody who works for CUNA and who agrees with me and agreed with me. And uh, we had kept up a running conversation. That person, I don't know if it's he or she, we communicate through the uh, drafts on a shared online uh, email account. It's not every day. It's not even every month generally. It's just when big things are happening, like the story about being $5 million in the red and, of course, about the, about the big – but it was just that arrogance, the unwillingness to talk about stuff like that. I can't get anybody to talk about it. I told you last week I offered you know, the very, very unique and unprecedented option of I would send them questions. They could respond in writing and I would read those words verbatim, and they won't do that either. Well, fast forward a few years, I'm minding my own business, scrolling through the Twitter feed, and I see a picture from their conference in Seattle, which occurred, occurred a few years back, and it's an ad they've purchased on a baggage claim. You know, those uh, turnstiles that the bags come out on, and it was something about, you know, that, I think that picture is in the episode, on the episode page as well, and it was talking about how much money credit unions had returned to its members, which is great. My point was, when I know from being a professional speaker for 10 years, when you're at the baggage claim, you're generally only looking for one thing, your bag, or you're looking at your phone, or confirming your car reservation, or texting your family, hey, I'm about to get out of here, come pick me up. If there's nobody there at baggage claim, there's no one to see the ad. And if the bags are coming down, I don't think anyone's going to stick around to play a, a de facto game of uh, what's the word, what's the game with the Vanna White, where they turn over the letters, you know, where you're trying to figure out what the wheel of fortune, what the puzzle answer is. And I'm not sure a lot of people understood what that even meant. So I was curious. Uh, the person that, that posted that picture uh, was, I think his name is Ryan Donovan. And uh, he's somebody that I guess works in their advocacy area. I called. I called the 1-800 number and asked to speak to him. And the assistant uh, passed me on to the other assistant, to the other assistant, to the analyst of the assistant. And I finally got to someone and I said, hey, I'd just like to speak to Ryan Donovan. Is there a way to get a hold of him? And she said, oh, I'm sorry. We cannot give out information on where he is. And I said, well, I know where he is. He just took a picture in SeaTac at the Seattle Tacoma Airport. And I just wanted to ask a question about the cost of that ad. At the time, Heather Anderson was helping us with the show, and she told me she used to work at the airport in San Diego. These ads are very expensive to put an ad on a baggage claim. It took me about five seconds. I realized that Kian is only going to have a few hotels at that conference for the conference attendees. I spoke at over 400 credit union events. I know my way around these events. And so I looked at all the hotels that were available 
and I picked the one that was the most inexpensive, called and asked to speak to Ryan Donovan, and as luck would have it, he was standing right there waiting to check into his room. The, the guy actually hands the phone over from the front desk to him. I said who I was. I, I said this is what I was asking about, and he was very polite. Hey, you know what? I'm about to get up to the room. Call me in a few minutes. He wouldn't tell me, and what it finally came down to was it was none of my business. Who are you? Don't you know who we are? That attitude, again, that condescending arrogance, which is misplaced, I believe, in a collective marketplace where the money that you're spending belongs to all of us. And so there's just a couple examples of what I think is the, the arrogance in the hubris. And so fast forward, um, dateline June 29th, 2018. Uh, this is from the Credit Union Journal. Uh, Aaron Passman has the byline. And, uh, the, the head, uh, headline, Boston, the Credit Union National Association today announced plans to raise $100 million over the course of three years to promote and sustain a national branding initiative for credit unions. That's fine. The Open Your Eyes campaign, or as I'm calling it, the Open Your Wallet campaign, is the result of extensive research by CUNA and a variety of partners from across the industry. That's fine, too. Hey, it's a free market, free market for me, free market for you. In a one-on-one -on -one interview with Credit Union Journal, Nussel explained that CUNA's research has shown that while consumers who already use credit unions, uh, credit unions associate the word member with value, that's not the case for those who haven't yet joined. They think of gym memberships, satellite TV memberships, and other things that cost. I told Aaron there was a typo there. It's cost with a T, cost, C-O-S, uh, that cost them money. And again, uh, back to Mr. Nussel in quotes, what we have learned is that credit union communications needs to recognize how it's being received, not just we've always said it that way, so people must understand it. You have to explain the value of membership, not just say the word. No kidding. Uh, you could literally give the same keynote speech at the CUNA and the GAC closing opening keynote for the past 20 years. And so this particular camp, that was me, that's not in the article. So the campaign keeps the focus on the benefits of credit unions, which is great, which is great. Uh, a national branding campaign has long been the movement's proverbial white whale. This is again from the article. Though some leagues, this is key, though some leagues, particularly Michigan and its CU Link initiative, have seen success with statewide branding campaigns. On top of that, individual credit unions do their own outreach as well. The idea, explained Nussel, is that CUNA's efforts can complement the work already done by state leagues and credit unions. I wholeheartedly disagree. I think CUNA will actually slow those efforts down. I think CUNA's efforts will actually hamper them by siphoning off resources that local credit unions and local leagues are doing on behalf of their credit unions. Back to the article. As CUNA seeks to raise $100 million to support the initiative, Nussel said the focus right now is on building something that's sustainable equitable and transparent. They go on to name some of the people that are helping them, the same old folks, PSEU, co-op, CUNA Mutual. Again, that's their, that's, their money, they're free to do with it what they want. PFU, co-op, CUNA Mutual, no right to tell them how they can or how they should not spend their money. Uh, he says they have also expressed interest in supporting it. It does not say, however, that they have agreed to support it. Uh, back to Nussel in quotations. There may not be early adopters. I wonder why I added that. But I believe there is some support to be a fast follower. I don't by the way, and I don't think anybody should be fast 
following this latest money grab, the Open Your Wallet campaign. And uh, I guess people talked here about the corporate stabilization fund going at, and I've been asking the question all week. What if CUNA is the next West Corps? Remember Western Cooperative Credit Union? I am the only speaker that I know of. They told me at the time in credit union history, the World Council of Credit Unions was invited back two years in a row. I spoke at the 2005 event in Rome, in Italy, and was invited back to Ireland the following year. But I did not get to go to Ireland because I called out Western Corporate. And I pointed out that they were wasting, wasting not just thousands but millions of dollars of the members' money. And if you're young, if you're a millennial, if you participated recently in a crash event or you're one of the next top credit union executives, just go back and look up Western Corporate Credit Union bailout and find out what it did to a lot of small credit unions. It hurt a lot of small and mid-sized credit unions when they had to bail those guys out. Back to the article. I'm not saying CUNY is the next West Corp, but nobody thought Western Corporate was Western Corp when I said it was. All right, he says about the $100 million. It's not a demand. It's not an investment. There's not necessarily something we can say you're buying into. Then why do it? Continuing with Nussle, invitations. At this point in time, at this point in time, it's a contribution. Fancy word for uh, taking your money. He compared it to ongoing contributions many people make to local charities or public radio outlets. So CUNA is now a charity. It's now the, it's now the PDS. Are they going to have the people sitting on the fake rotary phones taking calls from credit unions all over America? Uh, I pledge $5 to the Open Your Wallet, Open Your Eyes campaign. He also emphasized that funding will be staggered over three years so the industry won't be asked to pony up $100 million all at once. I don't think people should pony up anything right now. Back to the article. We want people to consider contributing. We understand there will be some, and there have already been a few who have said we can contribute more than that. And then there are some who say they might be in t- this. That might be tough this first year. Well, it might be tough for anybody right now if they're already doing something that is successful. All right. Nestle said we tested it and it was off the charts. This approach to you know uh, bringing people in and leaving out the members, which is fine. I talked about the words federal credit and union are not great words here in a red state like Texas. So I got no problem with them doing research and finding out how to go about this. Uh, Nestle said in his remarks, call this opportunity to take on the big banks and make it stick. It's time to go big. He said, we've got to create our own future. We're not going to get another opportunity. Mr. Nussel, wrong again. You had an opportunity. It was called Bank Transfer Day, that perfect time to do a national branding campaign. I contacted y'all when Navy was going, Navy Federal Credit Union was going to have a Super Bowl ad. I said, just call the CEO of Navy Federal Credit Union. And at the end of their ad, say, if you can't join Navy Federal Credit Union, join a credit union. National branding campaign. You can't get any more national and branded than a Super Bowl commercial, but you had your chance at bank transfer day. You had your chance when the banks were getting bailed out very unpopularly by the federal government, and you did nothing. 
At Bank Transfer Day, what CUNA and a lot of other credit unions did was you ran to that raving lunatic, Christian Christian, and had her at every single credit union event talking about Bank Transfer Day as though she was the uh, credit union version of the second coming was going to save credit unions from all of their problems and frozen market share. And what happened to her? She was a complete lunatic. Would you like to know what show she never appeared on? This one. Because I knew she was a nut job. And she was and she is. That was your opportunity. Bank Transfer Day was a perfect time for a national branding campaign. And so finally he says, and the goal, and the goal ad is to ensure the movement is vibrant for generations to come. No issues with that. All right. CUNA is already trying to help, and they're doing a terrible job. CUNA is already taking away money from credit unions. CUNA puts their political advocacy reps in markets where credit union leagues and associations are already doing a good job at political advocacy. A lot of CUNA's work is redundant, and it's expensive. They are too big. They are too bloated. They are a 20th century holdover from a time gone by. And I think they need to make drastic changes in their operation to save money rather than trying to raise money from credit unions. The economy is going great right now. Credits are doing a great job. I drove by Randolph Brooks Federal Credit Union yesterday here in New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof at 855, and there was a crowd of people waiting for the doors to open. If, if, you, if you can save some money, then you can give that money to credit union. You can cut your dues. You can reduce your expenses. Your redundancy combined with your arrogance means that nothing ever changes. And so I'm encouraging credit unions to declare their independence from CUNA. And when CUNA asks you to open your eyes and open your wallet to give them even more money, I'm suggesting you declare your independence and say no. My name is Jason Dyes, broadcasting live from the studio of Eloquence Online in New Braunfels, Texas, Republic thereof. And until next we speak, I'll talk to you all next week. Take care. That's all, folks.